are listening to Pastor Elvis Ajiman. Pastor Elvis Ajiman is the founder of Grace Mountain Ministry and the convener of Alpha R. Follow Pastor Elvis on podcast. Podcast added for Android users is Pastor Ajiman Elvis. And podcast for Apple users is Pastor Ajiman Elvis. And now today's message. Stay blessed. I'm bringing you to this point that of a truth, of a truth, without a solid relationship and marriage holds, every other thing will remain unstable. That is why the sacrifice you make all the time to come for love clinic is a worthy sacrifice. It's a worthy, because you see, have you not seen through scriptures that anyone that pleased the Lord, if God is blessing the person, he rather blesses the seed. He blesses the person's generation and leaves the person himself. You see, he told Abraham one day that I know that you will command your children to obey my commands. He said, I know you. That is why I'll make you father of the whole world. Because you have an attitude of controlling your family and making sure that you can command them after me. This God we serve is more particular with your family than you. The kind of family you will have in life is more particular. That is why Pastor Paul is training his son Timothy and then he gives Timothy a guideline for the whole church. Anybody that cannot control his home cannot be a bishop. It is only in this generation that we have tried to modify scriptures. And we are bringing our own interpretations to scriptures. In such a way that we think we can break our home and still build a church. It can't happen. It's illegal in the spirit. He said a man must be of one wife. A deacon, an elder, a bishop must be a man of one wife. And must have the power to control the home. He said that a man that does not take care of his own home is worse than what? An infidel, an unbeliever. So no matter the tongues you speak, if your home is broken, you are worse than an infidel. That means when God is counting on believers, he steps into the church and add up those who are not taking care of their homes. The Bible says you are worse than infidel. So whatever it takes, whatever sacrifice it takes for young people like us to now begin to understand the wisdom of God of how to take a human being and live with a human being and produce other human beings and guide them to the end. That is the kind of wisdom we are learning. Everything you will ever have, you control it. But there is only one that you can't control. That's a human being. It's the most complex of all creation. You can control a dog, you can't control a human being. He will say yes sir to you, but behind you, We 
don't control a human being by default. We control humans by wisdom. And that wisdom is not just earthly wisdom, it's divine. Tapping into their maker's wisdom to handle them. Men cannot be controlled by preventing them from touching you. You think that can stop your husband from cheating? If you cheat, I won't cook for you. If you cheat, I won't have sex with you. If you cheat, you see, you think that earthly wisdom can stop a man from cheating. That's a lie. That's a lie. Refusing to give your wife money, you think that will stop her from being disrespectful. She's too complex for that. If you see a human being, you are seeing a complex machine that no other human can make. You, the most complex machines on earth are humans. Anytime you see a human being, you are seeing a dangerous thing coming. If you carry one to your home, it won't work by default. No. That's the error we are making all the time. That's the error. That is why they call something life skill. Life skill. Life itself is a skill. We study, we understand, we learn, till we master it. So you cannot just enter into a relationship with a woman and you have not mastered their complexity. Yeah. They are complex. But they can get everything done. When you don't take care, you never understand them. Till they show you a result. Then you realize that ah, this thing that she was saying is true. It is a whole course. <laughs> it's too late for you if you start learning it after you marry if God does not save your marriage in the next six months it may break it's too late if you start learning it this is the time we learn and there is no true peace until the one connected to you is at peace with you no true peace you can play big boy, it's a lie. You can play big girl, it's a lie. Amy, I don't care about you. I don't care what you, you feel. I don't, it's a lie. We have caught you. It's a lie. 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 We have to work towards handling humans. This is why love clinic exists we have to learn gradually consistently learn how because anytime you refuse to learn who your partner is and then there is so much confusion and disability listen you are wasting your life because wherever there is no peace there cannot be progress and most of us have no peace in our heart because of whoever we call a partner this whole month, I'm going to discuss choices. Choices. Both before marriage and in marriage. Choices. Choices. Let me release this book. Even if you are in a relationship now, you still have a choice. 
this thing about I'm in a relationship, I'm in a relationship, it is not part of the genesis that is a no return journey. Relationship can be a return journey. If you are in marriage, stay. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you are in marriage, till death. But you see, there is an atmosphere in relationship and dating in our part of this world that tells us that as long as you are in a relationship with me, you should never turn back. That is why your boyfriend decided to leave and you, you took egg. <laughs> because you have been taught to believe that if somebody says I love you it's to the end what is to the end is marriage anything from where you are to marriage time is reversible so relationship only helps with our decisions that regards the choices we have to make that is why you have to be careful in what you do in relationship we don't do blood covenant in relationship. Is somebody here with me at all? You have to be careful the things that your relationship negatively affects. It's a relationship. Don't let it destabilize the relationship you have with your immediate good family. <laughs> it's a relationship. Relationship. Don't lose your mother because of somebody who is not married to you. Don't lose your father. Don't lose your siblings. Because the day the person makes a decision against you, you will not see the person's back. Until marriage time, decisions can be made. Is somebody here with me? Yeah. If you think the person dating you is a good person and is leading to marriage, you petition your parents. You petition the family. You try to let them understand that this person, you have to accept him. You have to accept him. He's a good person. But you don't, Jesus Christ. You don't break family relationship. The next thing is you don't break God's relationship with you. Because of a man or a woman's relationship that is not even in marriage. Hallelujah. Yeah. Why would you commit suicide? Because somebody decided to walk out of a relationship. That's our problem. Do you know that you have three dimensions to yourself? There are three dimensions in relationship. The spiritual dimension. The solical dimension. And the physical dimension. Spiritual. Solical or the soulish dimension. And the physical dimension. Many of us defile certain laws in the relationship so when it's time for decision making 
then it begins to affect us in a very dangerous way. Listen to me. Everybody you meet, the first aspect of you that must relate with the person, number one, is the spiritual dimension of you. Your spirit must be connected. Your spirit must hear. Your spirit must discern. Your spirit must bear witness. Your spirit, something within you. Something within you. You don't just run to pastor to say, pastor, I found this one. By the time you come, your spirit must be bearing you witness. It's in your spirit that God dwells. So your first confirmation must come from the spirit. That is where the word of God is resident in. That is where discernment works. That is where understanding is. So you can look into the eyes of your partner. Go back and your spirit captures a vision. Then reveals it to you in a dream. All you need to do is to seek interpretation from that same spirit. Then you know who you are dealing with. But you know that most of us, the last aspect of us is a spirit in relationship. The last dimension we consult is a spirit. The second dimension must be the soulish realm. You come down now to interest, to purpose, to plans, to dreams. Things that your soul yearns for. Is it in direction with the one that you have met? You want to be a pastor. Is the person also going in that direction? You want to be a businesswoman. The person says, I want a housewife. There is an aspect that your soul yearns for. Several dreams and you keep building it up. It takes your sleep away from you. There are emotions working within you. Very positive emotions working within you. You really want to serve God. You are not the nightclub type. You are not the outing type. You are the church type. That's the soulish realm. That's where you want to be. That's where you want to go. You want to be reading the word of God all the time. That's who you are. The soulish realm. Then you come and put it on the scale with the person. Is the person also the church type or the club type? If it's the club type, that's fine. But is the person going to force you out of church to club? Yes, there are human beings like that. All they are looking for is fun. Fun. Maybe you two were a planner. You want to draw the years ahead of you. So you talk and it's 10 years from now. You speak, it's 5 years from now. The person too is telling you, let's eat and drink. Tomorrow we die. <laughs> Listen, these are very sensitive stuff. You will not know it till you marry. That is when you have money and you know very well you got 20,000. The best investment for that money is a land. But the person is telling you, let's buy a car because my friend is driving. 
then you know very well and if you don't do what he's saying for three months he won't talk to you you have no idea what you're about to face I've no idea. Is somebody here with me? Can you imagine that you were a young man? You leave 500 CD in the drawer. You went to work. You came back. It's gone. What did he use it for? For hair. Brazilian hair. <laughs> and to, to the person, it's normal. So when you are furious, he doesn't understand. That's who she is. She has been spending on things. You also, you don't have value for those things. You have value for investment, for properties, for that, for that. You are happy when you go and stand there and say, this is my land. The person too is happy when he stands in his wardrobe and says, these are my clothes. <laughs> he better kiss a good wardrobe and be in a rented house forever. He doesn't care. So you check that in the relationship. You know people's excitement, where they are drawn to. That's their solution. Where they are drawn to. Then you begin to compare with yours. Is this where I'm going? Listen. Life is a mystery. Don't watch Nigerian movies. Don't watch telenovelas to think that is how marriage is. Some of you, you will soon see. Three years from now. <laughs> Hallelujah. But there is a wisdom of God that can help you. What is God saying? What is God's idea about how the soul must operate? Set your affections on things that are above, not on things on earth. Do you know why? Because the things on earth don't last. So anyone that sets his affection at that stuff will be difficult to live with. If you go and marry somebody whose only joy are material things, you are doomed. Because these things don't last. Today you have them, tomorrow you don't. So you have to be careful. Then the final one you apply is the physical realm. By the time you get to physical realm, you should be married. But let me tell you, yes, but what we do right now is from the physical to the soul to the spirit. So the first thing you check about the person is the body. Wow. Then you send somebody a message. Charlie, I've seen a I've seen a girl. I've seen a girl. Charlie, the girl fine. Have you seen that? The only thing you saw about the girl is that she's fine. You didn't discern the spirit. 
And by the time you realize, just one month into friendship, body has met body. <laughs> no, you have met somebody three months. The person says, I can't date you anymore. He says, I'll kill myself. Uh, why? <laughs> what did you give? <laughs> what have you invested? That you want to die? Why? <laughs> I don't understand. I'll kill myself. I'll kill myself. Somebody must explain it to me today. All of you that when we leave you, you want to die. <laughs> You have to tell us why. What have you lost? If it was phone calls and why, what do you lose? Three months! You are washing, you are cleaning, you are cooking, you are... (laughs) How long have you been dating him? Seven months. Seven months wasted my time wasted my whole time I'm not even a happy person in life again I I don't know what to do again every day only me because every day only you do the best investment yes for three months you started doing the physical connection every hotel I've seen your face relationship the man leaves his keys for you and today you are living why didn't you leave the key there I have come where are you no you have come what are you coming to do what are you coming to do that you have come hey people of God let's be careful Somebody carried 20,000 master school fees and gave it to a man. (laughs) Gave it to the man, then later went to a town to realize that the man. And when she called me, I had to advise her. I was just telling her, it is well. (laughs) You want me to pray? (laughs) To pray to catch the man or to do what? Me pray. What carry master's money? And you come up back, man. No, no, to say waware woman. I will just say it is well. Oh Jesus. <laughs> oh Jesus, it is well. When you meet a man, don't go with your body. Go with your spirit. Your spirit enjoys a chemota more than a man's room. It is your body that enjoys secret places. In relationship, 
your spirit enjoys open places. No, you have met me in church. I said, when will I see you? Which scene is that? Which scene is that? To him, not until he finds you on his bed, he has not seen you. And anyone that treats humans as objects to be used is a lustful person, not a loving person. A loving person sees humans as souls to be cherished. Lustful people see humans as things to be used. I am never in support of sex before marriage. That is what is destabilizing people. A lot of youth and stealing and robbing us of our concentration in life and our development in life. Whoever says he will leave you because you are not having sex with the person, let the person leave. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. There's a gentleman that used to troop here some time ago. Every meeting, love clinic, he doesn't joke with it. They located a very wonderful daughter of grace here. Then they both came to me. So I said, they should keep studying themselves. And I think the gentleman wanted more. And the lady was resisting. And later the gentleman told the lady that in other words, in Zemunu Naudim, you have been listening to Pastor so you don't want to have sense. You don't want to agree, something like that. You don't want to agree. And so he's here with me. means that there are people seated that they know what they want to hear and there are some people too that don't want you to listen to a part of the message they wish that at that part they will be lies out and then he was angry at the lady that the lady is trying to stay focused and in that you are following what pastor Elvis has been saying what should she follow What you want? About two weeks ago, they brought a case to me of a young girl that is running mad because of relationship. Which part of you did you take into the relationship that you are running mad? In the body that that decides to run mad because of relationship. We won't deliver, we will beat you. Yeah, but one wine, wine, wine. By the time you realize, you yourself will confess in the name of Jesus that, <laughs> that you are free. <laughs> the physical part of you must be the last part. The first must be your spirit. You should desire until God starts to... Listen, it's better to marry late 
than to marry any wrongly. Your singlehood is an advantage because you have a choice to make. Is somebody here with me at all? You have the opportunity to use your spirit to keep scanning. Never be under pressure. Never be under pressure. Who set the date for marriage? Who set it? If not for our society that sees anybody and asks the person, oh, you are growing old. The next thing is, won't you marry? Do you know if the person is matured for marriage? But we keep giving people pressure upon pressure upon pressure. So at the age of 30, the person feels I'm late. 35, the person feels I'm late. Come on! The date is set by God. He gives us different dates. Some can give you 21. Another can give you 32. Another can give you 35. But at the end, he gives you the best. Don't force yourself into the wrong relationship that may lead to an evil marriage. You have to understand the essence of relationship. You are in relationship not because you are incomplete and you are desperately looking for something that will complete your life. That is desperateness. It does not give room for choice. It doesn't. Everyone that plays as though you are desperate, you are aging, your parents are forcing you and some of you feel that you are lonely and all that and because of that you feel that you must get somebody at all costs there are people that you marry though everybody will say you are not alone but you become the worst lonely person on it still possible am I talking to a church so you are not in any desperateness to want to find somebody at all costs. The moment desperateness comes in, that means that you will not have a partner by choice. You may have a partner by default. It's going to work like demand and supply. To you, you have a need. So anywhere there is a need, there must be a supply. And whoever is supplying will supply anything. Somebody shout, I'm settled, I'm settled, I'm settled. I'm not under pressure, I'm settled. Thank you for listening to Pastor Ajman Elvis. For inquiries, send us a mail on pastorelvis at gracemountainministry.org. For questions relating to relationships and marriage, send us a mail on loveclinic at elvisajiman.org. You can also send your testimonies via testimonies at elvisajman.org for offerings visit www.payalphaar.org for more information make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day remember faith cometh from hearing and hearing the word of god stay blessed